Because yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Good morning, everybody. It's Get This for another day. Uh, what have we got today? We've, well, sexual oh, fetishes. That's oh, going to be oh, unpleasant. Oh, oh, oh. There's always a bit of that. Here. Uh, we're going to find out which of the ten candidates are Britney's, uh, the father of Britney's new child. Oh, okay. How would you like to get up in the morning and yep. be helped and decided what you're going to wear today by just asking everybody on the internet? That's not a bad idea at all. That's a new idea. We're going to find out what new low fashion has stooped to. Oh, re- a new low. Yeah, a new low. Is the monster car Lagerfeld involved? <laughs> oh, he's got a hand in it. Greg Fleet is going to be here oh, for the yeah. leisurely second oh, hour. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, lots of other stuff. Yeah. Stuff. People walking cats on leashes. Yeah. Finally! Imagine having a contract taken out on your own dog. Dear, Somebody's dear. had that done. It's all coming up on Get This in its new two-hour format. We're doing everything we can to try to stop this happening, but um, at this stage um, we don't seem to be having much success. There it is. That's Queen. Another one bites the dust. Good morning, everybody. Right around the nation. It is morning. Everywhere we're heard, isn't that a treat? It's myself, Tony Martin, as Ed Cavalry. Oh, good morning, good morning. I oh, yeah, I said no. It's all for you. Don't want the applause anymore. I don't want to the extended mix, the eighty-eight remix. <laughs> I can't handle that. It's putting too much pressure. And yeah, of course, yeah. uh, Richard Marsden on buttons. He gets around. Yeah, he deserves around. <laughs> Broadcasting <laughs> live from next door to the haunted studio. Threatening, yeah. Threatening these boys. Slightly muffled. <laughs> Slightly muffled. It's got a sudden ending. It's got the traditional Triple M sudden ending, that one. Yeah. Mm. Oh, there's some Hello. feedback. Did that go to air, the, the, the no, feedback? None of this is going to air. It's a rehearsal. Oh, we start broadcasting <laughs> at midday. You know that. Sorry. What about uh, kicking off the show for once with environmental affairs? Now what's melting? That's what we're calling it. <laughs> is that one of our new segments? It is. Uh, I've got my first email here. Is it about the environment? No. Paul Yanni Lover Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would like to see a segment called Synthoth. Two listeners battle uh, battle mm. each other with a synth. Right. And there is a prize. Well, that's not going to happen. Mm. Uh, and then we the winner stays on and plays off for another listener next week, which essentially what Paul is saying is he wants at least once a week for yeah. two listeners to have... He doesn't specify how much time. Could be 40 minutes to do their best synth, <laughs> and we have to provide the synthesis as well. Oh. Synthesizers as well. Synthesizers. And do we want uh, Rollins or Korgs? Uh, cor- Korgs? <laughs> Dueling Korgs. Dueling Korgs? Yeah. I looked at Richard. Richard's our expert. <laughs> what do you reckon, Tone? I think it's a great idea, but how does that help prevent global warming? That's doing nothing. We'll do it outside. This is meant to be our environmental... Were well, you not at the meeting? No. It's warming hearts. Ah, it's warming hearts. <laughs> yeah. So, beginning the global warming. There we go. We need rain. That's what we need in this country. Okay. Rain. Now, yep. in other countries, in other cultures around the world, mm-hmm. they'll do some kind of rain dance. Have you noticed that? Does it work? They instill, you know, fear into the gods. Okay. Bang, starts happening. I think we've got to start capitalising on our own superstitions here in Australia. Oh, How do you get it to rain? Um, Announce that you're going to put the washing out. That, norm, that yeah. used to do it. <laughs> Remember 10 years ago? Your mum would say that. Organise a barbecue. Yeah, organise a barbecue. There we go. So... If everyone organised a barbecue, have a wedding. At the same time. We need to do this. It needs to be coordinated. Okay, I what see. What we need is, mean. like, everyone at five o'clock tonight to step out onto the backyard. Just go... Shout. Yeah. I think it might be time for a barbecue. <laughs> if everyone did it at the same time... Bucketing down. Game of cricket. Game of tennis. cricket. There you go. A game of tennis. My brothers and I used to have a Wednesday night game of tennis. Yeah. I reckon it must have been the longest stretch of continuous Wednesday night rain in the history of the universe. <laughs> well, how can we bring those days back? It's got to be coordinated. Right. If everyone can do this okay. in sync, maybe okay. we'll have some effect. Okay. I'm uh, looking in the papers. Everyone's... Uh, Wait on a second. What about a massively coordinated dance? What if there was, oh, like Eddie Maguire uh, <laughs> on nine, he says, all right, everyone, and yeah. they have a national broadcast of Eddie, and mm-hmm. he's had the dance choreographed by Sonia Kruger. Yes. Get a bit of a tie-in happening. Yeah. They do it together, bit of a dance. And this would be on Channel 9. Yeah, on 9. Say in an evening time slot. Evening time slot. We'll probably have to go from about 6 to midnight, yeah. I'd say. 
just to get it absolutely right. And then the next day, Current Affair could do a story about it. Yeah, about how there's too much dancing. <laughs> just about how we had a new show last oh, night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like Current Affair last night. Yeah. Well, An amazing, uh, uh, well, there's so many game shows on TV. It's like is it's it, a new it phenomenon. Though? Was it a positive? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was about the history of the game show. Ah. And also about how the game show has, has yeah. a resurgence. And what's interesting is that Today Tonight did the same story yeah. pretty much at exactly the same time promoting a different show. Yeah. So that's what the, the Current Affair shows are now, just a long promo for what was on last night. But, right. it, but is works. anyone mentioning keynotes with Richard Wilkins in these game show <laughs> tributes? Supermarket Sweep got to run. <laughs> yeah. In shock news just to hand 24 back on your screens tonight. <laughs> is that what current affairs has descended to? Yes. How is this about yes. global warming? Well, look, if plumbers aren't going to be shonky, then they've got to come up with something. You know what I mean? If small-time tradesmen aren't going to mm. cheat battlers out of millions of dollars... Yeah, as is can, their want. Yeah, as is their have want to do, then we're going to have to come up with something. What about having... A shower with a bucket. What? You know, so people are getting into the shittiness in the papers. That's just an excuse to have shower photos in the paper. <laughs> it's just nudie work. That's because those buckets have been provided. <laughs> Not everyone's using the same bucket, surely. Are you getting into the shower with a bucket and what? saving the hang water? On, hang on, hang on. I've and been I've been away. I've been in places where it rains, it snows even. So what do we need to do? So I, I get in the shower. With I, a bucket. With a bucket. And then the water that's not hitting your body and going down the drain gets caught in the bucket. That's mm. grey water. Yep. And you can use that for other stuff. Hang yep. on a second. Where do I catch it though? Where do I hold the bucket? Next to you. Next to your penis, as this man is demonstrating <laughs> in the Sunday Age the other day. Use it as a funnel. Yeah. Dear idea. Well, I've done it once. I've Have done you? the yeah. No, I've done the grey water thing once. By yourself. Suggestion from my mother. And By yourself. Yeah, and um, oh. because my shower is in a bath, and yeah. so you just put the plug in the bath, and then afterwards you have to get a bucket. But it's like what did twenty-five you do? What trips did you back and forth between the bath and what the garden. What did you do with the water? Um, just put it in the garden, and mm. it's just you know, it's just shampoo and soap and See, that's hair. Nice. Do you use it? We use the uh, exclusive stuff, the Ugly Dave Grey Water. That's, <laughs> it's taking him a long time to bottle it. He's in the shower all day with a bucket. It's saucier. It's it saucier, saucier than normal grey water. More ribald. <laughs> okay, have we sorted out global warming? Yeah, I think, that I think was so. Pretty much covered. Pretty much. We've got Eddie McGuire doing a rain dance. <laughs> mm. Nationally televised bucket showers. <laughs> and Ugly Dave Grey. Done. <laughs> Dusted. <laughs> sorted. Uh, next up, um, the arms race. I'll get this. <laughs> oh, is that, is that Wolf Mother on? Certainly get is. this at Triple M, Joker and the Thief. Uh, morning, everybody. If people are still getting used to our new time slot, do you think people are across it? Uh, I'm still getting used to it, Tony. Mm. There's no signs up everywhere. No, no billboards. Mm. We could get some people with sandwich boards yeah. wandering along the main street. <laughs> yeah. Get this, you know, yeah. picture of Rich and yourself and me. I think that there's been no response uh, from the promotions department about our idea for an upskirting campaign. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What do you, what in what what do you mean? Well, if people just put the get this logo on the derps, <laughs> hang out at the tennis, sure, wait wait take long and wait till wait the shoot cameras. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wait till the volleys start clicking. <laughs> Suddenly we're on YouTube. Excuse me, sir, your shoes are flashing. <laughs> they do that. Uh, listen to this, the world's oldest woman. There's every now and then. Now, oh, is there a new one? Yeah, there's a new one. There's a new... How, 114? 114. Did I get that right? Yeah. What that's, a guess. That's the new total. Was There was uh, someone made it to 122. Not bad. And then there was a woman in Nepal who was supposed to be 139. But? This is 10 years ago. Oh, okay. And they said, so old. Got to meet the president. Going to fly you to meet President Clinton. This is what they And her response was, I just want to die. <laughs> it was an exact quote. <laughs> I just want to die. <laughs> That's nice. No, 114 and it's. What says, do you get? What do you get if you're the world's oldest woman? There's a sash and a crown and uh, you've got to not have sex for a year because you'll <laughs> lose your title. And a spread in like Zoo magazine, I think. <laughs> spread in Zoo? Yeah. Jeez, that'd be nice. <laughs> she spins all day. In bed, the lazy cow. Oh, here we go. Here we go. And they call us lazy. Have you got some old person? Oh, yeah. There, uh, this was on the news last night. Uh, you know, when you win the lottery, you want to have some fun with the money. Sure. Unfortunately, when you're 84 years of age, ah. <laughs> an 84-year-old retired electrician from Missouri um, in the US has won 254 million US. 254 million? In the Powerball lottery. And uh, bad luck for him. They're going to give him one million a year over two hundred and fifty-four yeah. years. <laughs> That's bad luck when you're eighty-four. He's, 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 
boinged himself. He's boinged you. That's the way the finger was hovering. Here comes the goal. And he, and he was looking at me with this look that said, there's an end to this, Ed. Stick around, son. Stand back. That's a happy ending. Uh, a, um, $254 million. That's He'll amazing. squander the lot on cardigans. <laughs> High-priced cardigans. Rich, is he married? Yeah, he's married and he's got three sons. Uh, see, that's that's no good uh. because you and in the coal types, they would have been licking their lips at that. <laughs> he's not old enough. <laughs> or rich enough. He's a bit immature <laughs> for Anne and Nicole. Uh, can we return to the environment just for a moment? Yes. Uh, John Howard, I notice, mm. after having no interest in the environment for like 25 years. Well, it's been annoying. It suddenly has been in the way. Yeah, it's been in the way of business and progress, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that environment. Yeah. The sooner we get rid of it, the better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's suddenly gone, you know. It's all, green. It's all green. It's green. And I was thinking, it just rings so phony. Mm. I'm going, what does this remind me of? Mm. And then I remember, it reminds me of the end of Naked Gun 2. <laughs> Remember when Leslie Nielsen, just to impress Priscilla Presley, yeah. decides to go green? <laughs> Remember this line? You're blowing away a fleeing suspect with my forty-four Magnum used to be everything to me. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Well, who wouldn't? But now, I want to be known as the environmental police, police lieutenant. John Howard. <laughs> I want to be known as the environmental police lieutenant. Uh, you can just do that, can you? You can. Because I saw him the other day and he had one of those, like, bush hats on. <laughs> right. It's obviously they've got it and it's brand new. And he's gone, it's not going to look authentic. So they've had one of his aides, like, bash it up a bit and put a bit of dirt on it. Oh, right. So oh, like for visiting the country. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, you yeah. meant a George W. Bush hat. No, he was no, just no, going no. the whole hog and no, wearing no. the hat at all times. Good to see uh, Leslie Nielsen making it. <laughs> appearance on the show. Jeez, he's good in those movies. It's about time. He's good in those movies. He's hilarious. And then he's bad when they make those other ones that's not the Zucker Brothers, like Repossessed. Yeah, no, mm. no, yeah, no. Or the vampire yeah, one. Yeah, no, no, no. Have you seen Leslie Nielsen do drama? Nuts. No. With Barbara Streisand. Oh, yeah. He's a bad dude in that. It's always, it's like when you see Job from Arrested Development on Law and Order and you yes. just, you can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> if we stop talking about the environment suddenly. I think so, yeah. We'll be on to nerd issues. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> we'll get back to environmental issues in just a few moments on Get This. That's Killing Heidi at Get This around the nation on Triple M with myself, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalli, Richard Marsland. And joining us in the next hour, Greg Fleet and he'll be cultivating and trafficking commercial quantities of cannabis, possessing amphetamines and stealing electricity. <laughs> As he so often does. <laughs> All in an hour. <laughs> Here in the studio, the squeaky studio. We need a name. What are we going to call this? The Red Carpet Recovery Centre. <laughs> is that a real thing? Yeah. What does it sound like? Uh, it sounds like uh, where Lindsay Lohan might live. No. It's oh, the studio. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. What you meant the red No, no, no I, that's what I did it. mean. What it, what it actually is, is if when you get back from uh, Iraq and you're in the American Army and you've been shot up a bit. Yes. They've got like a recovery centre for you, which is essentially a pretty nasty place. Sure. But it's okay because there's a red carpet oh. when you get there right? for you to hobble on. Is that true? Yeah. The red oh. carpet recovery centre surely would be for celebrities like Lindsay Lohan. In the new week. Tell me something good about Lindsay. She's Please. overdosed oh, no. in rehab. And <laughs> <laughs> had to be rushed to hospital oh, on, for rehab. On what? Well, she's found a rehab centre with an open bar by the looks. <laughs> <laughs> she just ping-pongs from hospital to rehab. <laughs> what are you overdosed? Actually, I saw an article. The turkey slappers are back in the news. Yeah. Thankfully. Glad they're getting some more press. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and one of them was saying that well, during the turkey slapping incident, mm. nobody bothered to notice that the other housemates were sniffing nail polish. Mm. <laughs> not as marketable. No. <laughs> not as marketable as turkey slapping. Yeah, but why not when you get out of the house, bring out your own range of sniffable nail polish? Good idea. Well, last Great night, tie-in. somewhere in Australia, Galen is writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Galen? Yeah. What were you going to say, Richard? Well, last night on Channel 7, they were saying, who would speak to these people? You know, we, we, we wanted to talk to them, but they wanted money, and, oh. you know, they're, they're profiting off the turkey slap incident. Well, their life has been ruined. I've who, read this. Yeah. I mean, their life is a mess. Who in the yeah. world would speak to these people? And then mm. you turn to Channel 9. <laughs> there they are. Extensive <laughs> interview and catch up with the boys. Was that before or after the story about how many new game shows there are on? <laughs> On TV. <laughs> they were in sync. Uh, there they go. There's a show. This is on a current affair. There's a show on called Temptation. Really? This is like an item of news. They went. Lavinia Nixon is yeah. connected with. And you can't. She just read the weather about ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> See her walking in the background. 
<laughs> this should just be a story about the incidents of current affair programs on television. <laughs> uh, uh, you mentioned the turkey slappers, mm-hmm. and we've had, you know, people emailing and they say the things they don't want us to talk about this year. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of turkey slapping last mm-hmm. year. There's a lot of nickelback bashing. That's gone. A lot of Rex Hunt gear. No, never, never again. So we're not going to do those. We're going to put yep. them on the band list. Yep. We've only been on for three days already. People are requesting we stop talking about upskirting all the uh, time. Really? <laughs> Three days. Normally that wouldn't happen until July. <laughs> They're on to us. Well, here we go. Someone's already actually written in. Mm. Uh, uh, the Yanni lover again. The only person who's written in. Can we in. put Yanni on that list? So Yeah, okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs> actually, no. All right? No. Let's hear some first. Uh, here we go. There's, uh, uh, what about up calf tanning, he says. Oh, all right. Yeah. Ignoring. Ignoring the... Uh, the band. The rampant well, up-calf tanning that's going on. I agree that maybe we have thrashed the upskirting a little bit, but okay. it's not just us. I got out the VHS machine, mm. the basis of this program, yeah. <laughs> ran it over some uh, random programming last mm-hmm. night. Have a listen to this. After a hard day's upskirting, you need an ice-cold beer. All this week on the Upskirt Network, from down blouse to our house. The Pentax Instamatic Brogue. Available from Shoe Town and Ted's Cameras. Skirt. The future of upskirting is here. Tonight on Your ABC, the return of upskirts downskirts. Tonight, Mr Hudson attempts to wheel a large portrait box under the many hooped petticoats of Lady Fortescue Brown. When you get caught on camera at next year's Australian Open, make sure you're looking your best with new hole-proof upskirt friendlies, flattering at any focal length. Are we done? Have we got it out of our system? No, not until you write an entire uh, upskirts, downskirts episode. <laughs> then we're done. After that time, I'm willing to let it rest, but not until then. The Adventures of Lady Fortescue Brown? Oh, yeah. well, that's she, a had a di- she had a different name in the Umi Plums thing. What was she called in that? I don't know. <laughs> it's one o'clock in the morning, I'm saying to my wife, what do you call an olden days camera? Like a real big one. Yeah. Is there something called a portrait box? That sounds good. Would you wheel? that under some petticoats. I'm trying to sleep, Tony. I'm up in two hours. Sleep me. Sleep. Uh, so we will put upskirting on the band list. No, not until you've done that episode. All right. Mm-hmm. But there'll certainly be no more talk of mm. turkey slapping. <laughs> Here, get this. Get this. Unfortunately for these two, no matter what else they did before or after the show, they're always going to be remembered as the turkey slap boys. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Tony Martin, around the nation on Triple M at the new time, at the new length. And uh, I'd just like to mention uh, somebody who passed away while we were on a break, and that's uh, Mr. Alf Camilleri, who was a big part of The Late Show back in the uh, early 90s. He was sort of the unofficial ninth cast member. He was the bloke who always played Saddam Hussein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was a bloke... He was excellent. He worked in the props department at the ABC. Okay. Great guy. Had played Saddam Hussein on the big gig. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Went on to play Saddam Hussein (laughs) on... The Late Show. But he never got a gig as one of his doubles? Actually, <laughs> no. over in Iran? And he was better than most yeah, of the doubles. Yeah, yeah, he was good. And then he even was still playing Saddam in totally full frontal. Was he? Wow. Years later. That's an amazing series of credits. And what I love is, it's very sad, but I'm, I'm glad to think that Alf lasted longer than the real Saddam Hussein. <laughs> that would have been the final insult. <laughs> Wonderful guy, and if you... You know, he never spoke on camera, so it's very hard for me to play yeah. a clip. It's hard. You, you, he didn't want to, or he didn't want to speak. He wanted to retain an edge of mystery. Yeah, he did. Had a lot of inner work going on. I yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you've, uh, well, if you're one of these people who uh, spends, uh, you know, late Saturday nights watching the old Late Show videos, yeah. and I get a lot of emails from people who do, yeah, you would remember Alf in this. He doesn't speak. Okay, but. This is who we're talking about. You're under arrest, widow arsenic. Or should I say, shifty Calhoun? <laughs> <laughs> so, goodbye, Alf Camilleri, a.k.a. Shifty Calhoun. Yes, thank you, Oh, sir. the biggest, fakest round of applause possible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he had three websites. <laughs> did he? The guy never spoke, worked in the props department. There were three tribute websites at so one point. So, did someone see him in the props department and go... Everyone who saw him just went perfect for Saddam's sketch. That's great. But then he just ended up in everything. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> became very popular. Uh, I think it's time for some music, though. Yeah. Uh, what have you got for us? Um, uh, <laughs> guitar. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and some drums. Yep. And just, uh, just charading to Ed. Yeah. yeah. And uh, no synth. No. Nah. No dice. <laughs> Open neck shirts. Two, three, four. That's in excess. Mm. Old school style here at Get This mm. Around the Nation on Triple M New Sensation. Uh, we must put that picture up. We, oh, yeah, look, uh, we're on it. We are on it. Uh, picture Alex. of in excess on the website. Yep. So people can come up with their own lookalikes. We're going to have our suggestions down mm. the bottom. The and uh, away we go. The most fun for lookalike fans, World Poker Tour. <laughs> really? Yeah. The idea is you got to get lookalikes for everybody before the first ad break. Who do you play this with? Sad people. <laughs> No, honestly, who do you play with? Do you conference call it? It's just me and the missus. <laughs> That's our idea of fun. Free fun. Imagine if you had kids. <laughs> that would never happen. Imagine. We're much too selfish. Yeah, I know. And you're so happy when you say that too. <laughs> not everyone is pleased have... with yourself. No, I don't think I'm not going to. There's not enough room for everybody to have children. Have you done the maths? I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Rich is going to have kids soon. Yeah, I love kids. Yeah, uh, you're going to have kids because we don't. It's one of those shows where none of us have children. Nikki, our producer, Nikki's certainly got has yeah, children. She's got, yeah. yeah, but we don't have any stories about changing nappies and. <laughs> I, I changed a few when I was in uh, my nephew. Oh, really? Who's, who's three months old? And then mm-hmm. I, like, my sister's probably listening in Chicago. So I'm sorry, Tippy, but the three-year-old is cute, mm. but the baby's much cuter. Mm. You know, really? Like yeah, oh, yeah. But see, we much cuter. I mean, the three-year-old's got an electric guitar. He knows how to play Suffragette City, the David Bowie song. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah, I mean, that's good. He, he plays Big Red Car and Suffragette City. Those are his, those are his two, like, snaps. And I play drums, and my, my, my brother is on acoustic ukulele, right? <laughs> and he plays electric, electric guitar, a, a mini Les Paul that he got for Christmas. That's cute. Yeah. But the, other, the, the baby... It doesn't do anything. Yeah. Triangle, surely triangle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Triangle. So he sings some decent harmony. He's so cute. <laughs> you go. See, you don't, go. That's some kids' gear. <laughs> that's right. Kids see, gear. I don't have time to bring new people into our family. We're still discovering old ones yeah, we didn't know. know existed. You told me this morning that you got you, you spoke to your brother after a year or so. <laughs> my, one of my half-brothers. But it's okay. You keep in touch with him by reading his blog. <laughs> My brother has his blog. That's our idea of family (laughs) communication. It's pathetic, I know, but can we get up a certain mountain? Oh! There it is. The 88 remix of the theme to Talkback Mountain. Shuffle. I've heard Matt Dow on the Pots and Pans, and isn't it good to have him back for another year? We literally wouldn't have a show. The hardest working man on the network (laughs) is uh, coming up with a new opening theme for Talkback Mountain. Is he? Yep. Great. Yeah. I'm not allowed to hear it. I don't know. Right. It's under a tarpaulin. Is it? <laughs> now, he's not just the only if bloke. it's under a tarpaulin, it's probably a Nissan Exa. <laughs> what does that mean? It's a car. Yeah. It's a car that people did up in the 90s. And everywhere, in my, oh, in my right. suburb in Sydney, <laughs> every right. single tarpaulin, lift the lid, uh, yep, lime green Nissan Exa. Yeah, Always with a Nissan Exa. Always. See, in New Zealand, that's a Mark III Zephyr. Is yes, that? I would have got it if you said that. Uh, but another hardest working man in the network is uh, one of our other heads of production, uh, Sideshow Mike. Have a listen to what he taped. Off, uh, it's off the news, the Sydney news. Ian Ross, I think, said this last night. Financial experts are warning the New South Wales economy is so sick it could be adopted by Angelina Jolie. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new approach to the news. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying there. They're saying it's either sick to be adopted by... You know what I'm saying? They're saying it could be adopted by, or it's so sick that it should be adopted I by. I never got that far into it, I'm afraid. It doesn't Richard. make sense. I'm just sitting there going, why don't I just go the whole hog during the news? Have Dickie Knee popping up. <laughs> have Murray Tregoning dropping sound effects in. Yes! Have the weather guy with a gong in the background. <laughs> Bang! A wooger. I, I don't get it, Ian. I don't get the joke. <laughs> so we're playing What Have You Seen? What have you seen? I've got one for you. This is what I saw on the Channel 10 News last night. It's quite a long clip. It's always 10. (laughs) (laughs) They have the 40 minutes. Well, 40 minutes. See, I call the news 40 minutes, not an hour, because at 40 minutes, the sports start. Oh, right. There you go. (laughs) It's no help to us. Yeah. Uh, But this is... Imagine this. uh, You go into a shop and you say, I'm going to try on some clothes. What would you do to if you want to know whether they looked all right? Uh, Are these okay? How do these look? These good? Who are you talking to, though? Oh, my friend. Who's at the shop with you. Yeah. Or maybe you could look in a mirror. Oh, yeah, that's the other one. And then you'd know yourself. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, why not submit it to the internet? Oh, no. Shops in America where the mirrors 
somehow hooked up to the internet. Wow. Canvassing suggestions from nerds. Wow! Check this out. When the customer walks into the store, um, they get changed in the dressing room and step out. And instead of asking their girlfriends, hey, how do I look? They can step in front of the mirror and ask the world what they think. The mirror, equipped with the infrared technology, sends a live video feed of what you're wearing to anyone with a computer, mobile phone or email account anywhere in the world. The mirror then takes a survey from the online judges and gives a thumbs up or thumbs down to you. <laughs> the best bit is... You normally you'd ask your girlfriend, what does she know? You know what I mean? <laughs> All she does is love and support you. What does she know that a nerd in Nebraska, you know, sort of lazily flicking through Star Trek uh, blogs, <laughs> tells you whether if your new singlet looks good or not? That's whose opinion I want. But who are these people? Who's sitting there waiting? Uh, me, I, I'm going to do it. Waiting for someone to go into a change room? Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's like a am I hot or am I not thing. You know uh, what I mean? Like you could yeah, just get on yeah, there and yeah. you could actually give people people a bum steer if you want to. You know what I mean? You could uh, say I see what you're you saying. should buy a pair of Converse sneakers with that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but that's not what people are going to It's not going to be that helpful because the message comes up on the mirror. Yeah. So you're standing on the mirror. On, and prince oh, on the mirror. No. So you're just going to be sitting there and it's just going to say, take more off. <laughs> <laughs> take it all off. <laughs> Let's go upskirting. All you right. know what it's going to be. You know what the internet's right, yeah. like. It's not going to be, oh, yes, that looks marvellous. Maybe a smaller <laughs> size for you. It's going to be just, Quaw. that's all it's going to say. I'm willing to try it. I'm willing to try it. Would you do that? Would you I, go? Need, I need a new look. I'm trying to get a new look, and this might be helpful. Hmm. What have you seen? That's all we want to know. Have you seen something uh, bizarre, something unusual? What have you seen, Ed Cavill? No, oh, I saw heaps. I saw heaps of live stuff when I was away. But on TV, yeah. last night, uh, my, my, my flatmates... Now, I live with three girls now. Mm. Alpha, Beta, Estrogen, we call my house. Uh, <laughs> it's a sorority, like a sorority yeah. house. Are the, th- are the three women in bikinis just passing a beach ball to each <laughs> other in the lounge room just all the time? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. But they watched, uh, what were they watching? Studio 60. Oh, right. We have this great system where we download things from the internet. Yeah, I think that's illegal. Yeah, never mind. Goes into an Xbox yeah. and then gets played on the TV. That's incredible. Fantastic. It's incredible. Isn't Studio 60 the bad one? Isn't the good one 30 Rock? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I mean, mm. I don't think it's that great. But mm. they but they believe every little nuance. Like someone walks in and says, I'm going to ask Johnny on a date. Who cares? Mm. Johnny says yes. And there's cries of, oh, yay, and hurrah, and, and tears flowing when people make, like, a small lie. Mm. It's insanity. Yeah, but if you were to put on with Noel and I, how would that go down? <laughs> Zeds. They'd be copying Zeds. <laughs> Tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds. <laughs> I don't get it. And it's the same in the States. And there are pains as well to make sure that they're not talking about Saturday Night Live in that show. Like, they keep on yeah, mentioning Saturday Night And this is a show that's so about behind the scenes on a show that's like, like Saturday, Saturday yeah, Night Live. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, And this is the one with Matthew Perry. Yeah. yeah. And it's written by the guy that did The West Wing. And everyone speaks exactly the same way. Everyone's got rat-a-tat, 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 quick, like, remark back, and then off we go. Yeah. Right. Like The West Wing. Yeah. Rat-a-tat, rat-a-tat, rat-a-tat. How's Bobby doing in school? <laughs> <laughs> got to get those papers ready for the president. Don't cock this up. By the way, how'd the baseball go? <laughs> That's like every scene in the West Wing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Important yeah. business, personal information. Uh-huh. Moving on. Long shot for six minutes. Snappy retort. <laughs> Snappy retort. Yeah. No dice. But the other one, what's the other one? 30 Rock. That's with Tracy Morgan and uh, Tina Fey. Uh, and Alec Baldwin, very funny over mm, yeah. He's good. Will we get either of these? Don't know, Tone. Has it been left to the ABC? Oh, here we go. <laughs> New episodes of Steptoe and Son <laughs> Here we go. Any sign of extras series two? No. Robin's Nest is on the way back, though. Gave yourself that intro. It's not what no haven't... No one's going to give you the intro. <laughs> it's not... going to give it to yourself. What haven't you seen? Yeah. It's what have you seen. Let's let's widen it out. If you've seen something on stage, someone fall over in school play, <laughs> uh, have you seen anything on the street? Yesterday I got in trouble, Tone. I mentioned that on the streets of New York, the only thing that caught our eye was the guy running past at midnight in the leotard, Andre the Giant style. Yes. And uh, I spoke to the International Observer yesterday. Oh, and she, yeah. she very, in a very, you know, matter of fact way said you left out the part that really made us turn oh yeah what was that his balls were hanging out (laughs) (laughs) how could you just miss a detail like that I think I've blocked it out the bloke's free balling in a unitard (laughs) up fifth (laughs) Uh, sadly we don't have time for an international observer update and we'll get to that later in the week course tell us what have you seen one triple three five three that's the fray how to save a life Mm. here at triple m where we're up talk back mountain On, get this. What have you seen? Hi, Gus. Hey, how are you? Good, mate. What have you seen? Lucky Louie. What's that? 
show on HBO. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, you know, obviously the people that made Deadwood. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, leaves Deadwood for dead in the language department. Oh, that's really? not possible, surely. <laughs> really? And, uh, that guy around of applause. Yeah. Uh, and what, so what's it about? Uh, husband and wife, uh, yeah. she goes to work, he stays at home, looks after the little one, yeah. a little four-year-old, yeah. and, um, you know, just struggling, just nothing really more than just that. Okay. Couple of neighbours, couple of friends, very, very funny, you're going to love it. You thought short, short bust was good. I love short bust. Did you see it? Did you see it, Gus? <laughs> On your recommendation, and you guys are mad. That is some crazy, crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you go with? No, 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 no. I didn't uh, have the guts to go. I downloaded it. Oh, did oh, you? Downloaded it. And who did, you well, watch, who did you watch it with, Gus? No, no. I watched it by myself for about 15 minutes and then just stopped it and thought, yeah. what the hell am I doing? Called the wife and I said, let me know if you think this is strange. <laughs> and her verdict? Uh, yeah, she agreed. Yeah, yeah. You didn't clip the beginning, did you, I hope? Yeah, yeah. The beginning was... <laughs> you guys are freaks. Uh, thank you, Gus. I'm going to check that. Lucky Louie. Thanks, Gus. <laughs> Hi, Chris. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, seen Short Bus? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, come on. Come on, Chris. <laughs> what have you Go seen? Go around the gusses. It's on every day. Uh, what have you seen? I was on a uh, trip to Perth, and uh, this Aboriginal bloke, we're driving along the bridge, and he's standing on the bridge, and he's just there waving his thong at oncoming traffic, standing Wave in the middle of the road. his thong at oncoming traffic. So, top, okay. top it off when you started booting at him. Right. He um, dropped his stride. Oh, yeah, okay. yes. There's the punchline. <laughs> it's great. Now, was this a political protest? Do you think? Um, I have no idea. Or did the thong appear to have a small camera in it? Ah. he's <laughs> uh, getting some footage for YouTube. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you, Chris. And I think the message there is beep at people that are waving a thong. Who knows what else you might see? Let uh, the games begin. Uh, uh, hello, Emma. Ryan. What did you know? Oh, uh, Ryan. Emma. Got Emma, yeah. Emma, how are you? Hi. Uh, what did you see, Emma? Well, yesterday a guy rode past me on a bike, mm. and instead of a bike helmet, he had a metal colander on his head. <laughs> oh, is that legal? I think colanders are legal in some states. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> was he was he was he dressed fairly, you know, kind of non-controversially? Apart from that. Yeah, he had um, two milk crates strapped to, the, strapped to the back of his bike, and I think he was picking up rubbish from around the oh, area. Oh, that's a potential Birdman rally <laughs> entrance right there. And was the colander empty, or was it just bits of pasta just oozing down over his face for yeah, added protection? Yeah, and he had some sort of a strap to keep it on his chin. That is improvised improvised <laughs> headwear at its best. Uh, thank you, Emma. We don't say that you say for the first hour time. What have you seen, Australia? A bloke with a colander on his head riding a bike. <laughs> bloke with thong in his hand and then I saw his rude bits. <laughs> Short bus for 15 minutes. As if you only watched it for 15 minutes, man. Exactly. You That's can tell You can true. tell I watched it for 15 minutes. Like, yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. There's going to be a run on that movie yeah. when it comes out on DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't reckon we're going to be that popular. No, <laughs> but hey, why should things change? Yeah. Coming up in the next hour, Greg Fleet. That's yeah. after the news. Get this. I think it's absolutely disgusting. That's what I think. It's an absolute hazard. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Do what I want because I can. If I don't because I want to. Be ignored by the stiff and the bored because I'm gonna. Ah, oh, yes. It's lunchtime here at Get This. Ah, Ed Cavalier's on board. Richard Marsden's pushing a button, playing a flute. Greg Fleet is here. <laughs> oh, yeah. For the first time in 07. Oh, it's, it's 07 already. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, how it flies. Check your diary. Yeah. What are we going to do in this hour, Ed? I'll tell you what, Tone. It feels like the year has started now. Uh-huh. Now that Greg's sitting in, yeah. there's more energy. You know, he looks great. We look hungry. Hungry for gags. A bit of fleety magic <laughs> has descended. I noticed that the phone around the neck is gone. That's been lost, has it? Uh, lost and uh, replaced by a new one, which I've actually paid for. The last one that I lost, I actually found. <laughs> and... Uh, and it didn't really occur to me that it belonged to someone else, and uh, <laughs> I kept it and then lost it, and apparently they got it back. And oh, that's good. Yeah, so circle all, of life. Yes. Heartwarming moment, I'll get this. <laughs> so I bought my own this time. Bringing right. people and their phones together. We're going to be talking about bizarre sexual fetishes. Yep. 
And oh, look, still, we never got time for the Richard Mars and Waller sound. Is that coming back oh, today? I'd love, oh, love to hear some Massive. of that. What are on those mini cut-up newspaper articles? Fashion. Here, Fashion. I'm going to get to them. All Fashion's right. yeah. gone too far. It's all coming up in the second hour of Get This. Pure humbug. <laughs> Since you've been gone, Kelly Clarkson, that was requested by Ed Cavalier. Oh. <laughs> Richard Mars and pushing buttons. We've got yeah. Greg Fleet joining us for lunch today with pretend with his very own pretend clapping machine. <laughs> Brilliant. You know we had yesterday? John oh. Cooper Clark. We thought let's Whoa. throw ourselves a curveball for our first so co-host for the year. And how did he go? He was great, but yeah. so many people were calling up. Saying what they can't saying? understand a yeah. word he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I did. Uh, I did Edinburgh with him one year, and uh, I did that show ten years in a long sleeve shirt, which was about my um, my at that stage what I thought was the end of my drug addiction. Yes, <laughs> and uh, which we'll talk about later because I'm actually going away on a bit of a, a health camp Are for you? a few weeks. But we'll get to that later. But uh, I met John Cooper Clark in Edinburgh, and he'd written a show called. Ten years in an open neck shirt. Yes, I had that in here yesterday. Yeah, about about being working class and stuff. So I'd I'd done this show, uh, ten years in a long sleeve shirt about uh, about drug addiction. And John Cooper, like, it made no secret of the fact that he'd had a bit of a uh, hobby himself yes. in that area. Mm. And I said to him, "Oh man, I hope you don't mind that I've kind of borrowed the title of your show for mine." And he went, "He went, oh no, man, that's oh that's freaking that's freaking postmodern, man. That's postmodern, man is you know." And uh, he was. It was great, but, you know, just hearing someone in that voice going, oh, man, that's postmodern, that is. And uh, he told me all these bizarre things. He was with Nico when she died. From, uh, oh, from the Velvet Yeah, she, she had a brain tumour riding a bicycle. That's right. And but John uh, Cooper Clark was there. Yeah, he was... Uh, just you know, in a sidecar. Just a couple of people out on a bike. A tandem. Yeah, well, they were out on like, some cycling holiday. And, I'm just and he was Imagining there. the two most unhealthy people <laughs> in the universe. I'm going, if only I'd had my little, you know, trundler there, I would have joined in. There's this lady's... Every name we mentioned, he seemed to have had something to do. He's like Forrest Gump. And then, we, yeah. and then, and at the end of the show, when we're all kind of wandering off to Matt to have a listen to listen back to some of it, he wanted us to stay in the studio to discuss his favourite Simpsons characters, oh, which was right. Diamond Joe Quimby, <laughs> and Diamond Joe Quimby. I love him, man. I love Quimby, yeah. but he's got uh, his legs are like black clad sticks they were amazing so I looked skinny. at them a few times <laughs> yes. and they just you. I wanted to touch them yeah, just well, to see where the bone starts I girls, look like girls would die for those legs I look like Casey Donovan sitting here next to John Cooper Clark <laughs> and sang like her which was really weird <laughs> the first time I'd heard you sing without an English accent <laughs> now Greg what do you mean you, are we allowed to talk about this you're going oh, yes. away to a health camp is this a Lindsay Lohan style it's quite, it is a Lindsay Lohan style health camp although I don't think I'll be overdosing while I'm there right are um, you doing something good for yourself it's positive well it is I mean I've, I've checked it out it's basically a rehab uh, I, although I'm a little bit disturbed because I checked them out a little bit and they've got a fairly archaic approach to the whole heroin issue like you're not allowed to take any of that with you what? which they didn't tell me at the time um, so uh, obviously you know uh, I'll have to just limit it to uh, to grog and marijuana no. but, uh, now apparently uh, you're not allowed to do any of that in there so uh, so I'll be, I'll be coming back very fit and healthy and uh, well and that's good Greg that's uh, I think so well I think done. it's a, yeah, well done. And look, friends of mine, a friend of mine was in rehab. A friend of mine actually found Jesus in rehab. And I thought, yes. well, look, if Jesus is at rehab, it can't be all bad people, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, if, if the Lord himself has got a bit of a substance abuse problem and he's in there, then, you know, it's good enough for the fleet man. <laughs> it might not have been the original. It might have been one of the franchisees. Ah, oh, that's true. Just yeah. while we're talking about Jesus, and I don't mean to inflame our listenership, but we were mm-hmm. going on about the environment in the first hour. Yeah. Oh, yes. And you know this Al Gore movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, true. They're starting to show it in schools okay. in uh-huh. America. Yep. Yep. And people aren't happy about this. I oh, know right. you're not allowed to show you're not allowed to show anything real in America. <laughs> yeah, I think their educational content's what got them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Upset about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, a man called Frosty Hardeman of Washington <laughs> is uh, is complaining to his local school <laughs> See, and leading. How does he spell Frosty? F R O S T Y. He is campaigning. Frosty Hardeman is campaigning to have this uh, policy reversed and put it on ice. We've got some quotes from him. He's a parent <laughs> of seven in the southern suburbs of Seattle and he says liberal left is all over Hollywood 
No, you will not teach or show that propagandist Al Gore video to my child blaming our nation, the greatest nation to ever exist on the planet for this global so-called warming. Yeah. That's an exact quote from his email to, uh, well, the US government. It's actually got a how-to accent thing on the bottom of the the, uh, email. (laughs) (laughs) How to do this accent. Like global so-called warming. (laughs) So-called. But this is the part that got me. The Mm. 43-year-old computer consultant is an evangelical Christian who says he believes that a warming planet is one of the signs of (laughs) Jesus Christ's imminent return for Judgment Day. Now, is that how it's working? Jesus Christ is up there going, it's a bit nippy down there. (laughs) Can you turn it up a bit? I'll pop down there, but I'm not going down in that cold. Tell you what, the Robin sandals are freezing in Alaska. I'm going to catch my death down there. Let's turn it up a bit. I think Jesus is coming back. Why? I don't know. There's four skeletons on horses over there, and it's pretty warm. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, look, I think that's uh, substance abuse and religion covered. And yeah. environmental affairs. Well, actually, I just want to say one thing on environmental affairs. Uh, well, two things. The, um, I read the other day that, uh, that a farmer uh, kills himself every three days during this, which is, I mean, if you think about it, it is, it's tragic enough to kill yourself once, but to keep doing it <laughs> over and over. Uh, that is an upset farmer, right? It certainly is. And, and the firemen, I don't reckon, look, I, they've done a great job, but seriously, there is a drought on. Have you seen how they just chuck water around? Like it's, like, take it easy, fellas. There's a drought on. You know? Be responsible. Oh, they're <laughs> using grey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they better be. Marsland shower water. Yeah. Or our, when are we going to get our ugly Dave grey water bottled <laughs> and available through the website? Yes. It's oh. a saucier kind of recycled water. I saw a great thing on TV last night about in all the American, like all this water is going, is going, uh, you know, like this one particular kind of water is um, like Alaskan something or other mineral water and you know did they send this journalist all the way to Alaska for the story no they sent me to this factory in Detroit (laughs) what about this one Himalayan water (laughs) and do I get a trip off to Nepal no I get a trip to Texas and it was just all about how it's tap water it actually says on the bottles and apparently there's some here that do the same and as long as they mention it on the bottle, it's water out of the tap into a bottle, five dollars. You know, like, wow. Yeah, and it's not got nothing to do with springs, nothing to do with any of that. It's just out of the tap into the bottle. Make a little money. Oh. Well, I saw a current affair, and they were investigating global warming, and they sent a reporter to the set of Hundred to One. Didn't learn much, but there were lots of shots of Eddie. Oh. Uh, we'll be back with more Greek Fleet in a moment. I'll get this. What are we enjoying there, Mr. Oh. Marsland, together? The Zephyr song from the Red Hot oh. Chili, Chili Peppers, Peppers, I think, yes, we'll we were. Marsland <laughs> looked terrified when you asked that question. He just, <laughs> no, I, it's just that it just, it, just, it just went dead all of a sudden. Uh, you've been having trouble do. with the computers today, haven't you? Yeah, it's been a bit slow. There's Sorry. been computer trouble here in the non-haunted studio. Mm. What is going on? Oh, it's very different. Obviously an Indian burial ground mm-hmm. <laughs> underneath the station. <laughs> I, I was wondering, because there was a, a weird ghost. I was with the American Indian burial ground. I was glad you said that, because a ghost came up to me out the front and said, how? Me think you wampum funny comedian. And I went, what's with that, man? What's Greg, with the wampum? We're enjoying wampum. lunch with Greg Fleet today, and we were talking about uh, environmental affairs before, and uh, Glenn Milne had a column about it on the weekend. <laughs> Glenn Milne? Isn't he the... Uh, Drunk, yeah. pushover drinky, pushy-pushy <laughs> guy? I just quote from his article. He says, no, I have a- with regard to John Howard's <laughs> attitude to the environment, hang in there. Yeah, Must this is great. get off stage. <laughs> That's all he's written. It's very oh odd. It's typed beautifully, though. <laughs> Using the Glenn Milne defence. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, headache ah. treatment. Oh, that's right. Yes, the... Uh I've tried that one myself. I was on painkillers. I've tried that one. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was on painkillers. Oh, and alcohol and amphetamines, Your Honour. <laughs> Me lud. Oh, let's Me clean lud. up the show. What is coming up uh, in the last uh, segment of the show, Mr. Marsland? Human bodies left in the open to decompose. That is not a good oh, idea for a segment. Hot Why stuff. pushing yeah, that? I don't know. That would be good for TV. Radio, I don't reckon that's going to catch up. Time-lapse photography. Can I tell you a little something about uh, the... the show and the impact it's had on my life. Yeah, um, what's happened to you? It sent you into rehab. Yeah. <laughs> well, well that's all. That's just because I want to be fighting fit for this year because we're taking it, I want, by next year we'll be doing three hours a year after that four. <laughs> oh, and when, when we get this baby up to 12 hours a day, <laughs> then I will be laughing. But I was walking down the street just down the road here yeah. and uh, this is absolutely true. 
carload of guys drives past. Now, this has got swearing in it, so I'm going to have to edit this in my head. Uh, imagine the worst swear word of all is, uh, is the word pineapple. You know, right. that substitutes for that <laughs> other word. And, uh, and freaking can be for the second worst one. Okay? Okay. Okay. So I'm walking down the road and uh, I, this car drives past me and a guy yells out, yells out um, from the front, Get this, Fleety! You're a freaking legend, right? So yeah. I'm there, okay, he's a fan of the show. That's so far, so, so good. So I turn around to look, and by the time I look, the driver is now in front of me, and I'm actually looking in the back passenger window, right, because the car was moving. And so the driver's gone, you know, get this, Fleety, you're a freaking legend. I turn around, I'm looking at the guy in the back seat, and he goes, what the freak are you looking at, you freaking pineapple? <laughs> right? So in the space of four feet, there's the entire emotional range of fleet mania from, from extreme love to extreme hate, and the car kept driving, and I thought... I wonder the argument they would have had up the road, like going, no, he's a legend, he's a freaking pineapple, you know. And I just hope there'd be some guy, another guy in the car, like a third more rational guy going, no, Fleety actually exists somewhere between those two poles. You know? but, but it was so funny. Like, it wasn't, they weren't trying to be smart. It was like a guy that loved me behind him in the car is a guy who hates me, and it all went down. It was just That's bizarre. a focus group. That's what we call a focus group. Exactly. Here, get this. Uh, what was that article you were with? Wielding, Mr. Cavalier. Wielding a bit, a bit uh, randomly too. I thought fashion, yeah. fashion. Look at this. Look at this. Fashion is, as we know, dodgy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sure. And we're going to be talking about uh, fetishes later on. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I just want to bring this up first. Look at, look at what is now the the latest thing on the catwalk for men. We oh ponchos. Oh my god, we it's were a, ahead of our time. It's fine. Poncho. That's a poncho. I'd say that is more like a caftan, my boys, and we were there oh, six really months ago. Right. It's just a woolen caftan. This is a woolen caftan. It's a winter caftan. Ah, the wintan. The wintan. The wintan clan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know how we got there, but we did. We did. That, that'll do nicely. Yeah, that was nice. Okay, winter caftans, <laughs> mm. sexual fetishes. Let's talk about them because uh-huh. there's uh-huh. some odd ones going about. Okay. I'm sure Greg will be yeah, willing oh, to yeah, contribute. If, yeah. I, if I can't think of a real one, I'll make up something zany. <laughs> that'll be next. Get this. No one's prepared to complain about it, so I think it's about times people started to kick up the stink. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. It's get this around the nation on Triple M with myself, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalli, or as readers of the Herald Sun in Melbourne know him, Ed Cavallis. Cavallis. That's what they call him in that paper. Greg Fleet is here. I'm no longer calling uh, Ed Cavalli Dr. Ed Cavalli because just as we went to air, he said to me, is pneumonia bad for you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's not good for you. Who's got pneumonia? Oh, it's James Brown. Oh, James Brown yeah, now. He's got it very badly. And what were you saying about that, Richard Marsland? Uh, well, I heard uh, that perhaps his body hasn't been buried yet because the family is still contesting the estate. Right. But I think it's also because whenever they put the cape over him to lay him to rest, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, gets up, he gets up and gives it a bit. But all, you, you That's wouldn't have very to, good. Yeah, it's not bad at all. James You've Brown been, fans in the hizzy. This young kid in the hizzy. He's a, you, look, he, uh, he's, you'd also wouldn't have to worry about his body being preserved. I think he's taken enough preservatives so that uh, that thing, he's probably still doing gigs. Are we going to do, I had an idea because you know how Movember was such a big success. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh-huh. We've got to do one of those. What about Capril? Okay. April. We'll have to wear capes. Yeah. <laughs> All through April for charity. Oh, I like Because <laughs> there's cape shops around. Have you noticed? No. There, there, there are no, cape shops. I like Is there a cape shop? There is a cape shop. Cape. Is it called Cape Town? <laughs> That's oh, a Oh, no. Are we writing this down? Cape Canaveral. In Melbourne, in Fran. I think there's a cape shop. There is it. He's thinking of cake shop. You are. <laughs> Ackland Street. No, it's just off... Uh, Greville Street? Chapel Street. Yeah. In Pran in Melbourne, there is a... I'm sure there's a shop with a name like Capes R.S. Oh, Cape Cape is a great idea. But Cape Town's great. Yeah. Cape Town. <laughs> yeah. All right, Capril coming up. April. Oh, I'm so jealous. to get this. <laughs> Rapidly trying to think of another amusing month-based <laughs> activity. Yeah, so is I. What other ones? I thought maybe we could celebrate Lebuary, which is to uh, counteract all the anti-Lebanese that's talk. That's a good idea. Oh, nice. yeah, that's a good idea. What about Fool? lie where we just act <laughs> stupid for a month. Oh, hang on. They're already doing that. Uh, here's a song. All right. Oh, a song. Oh, okay. Time for a song. Oh, is that what I'm doing? No, we're supposed to be asking people to call in with oh, their sexual okay, fetishes. But no, bugger it. Let's get some music. I want you to do a parody. Do that. Can you do a parody of a 
well-known American artist? Done. Uh, I'll do it. So the parody will be so subtle, okay. it will almost sound exactly like the original. Okay, I'll have uh, a go. I bet you can't do it. Okay, guitar, um, guitar, hair, and a leather shirt. Kind of a flam drum beat. If you want, Rich, chuck it in. Two, okay. three, four. Oh, yeah. Oh, look. That's John Mellencamp. It's Get This Around the Nation. The Cougar. Did he add Cougar or is his name actually Cougar? No, he added it. Now he's John Mellencamp and the Infinite Sadness, mm. which <laughs> works. added the Cougar. Jeez, that works. <laughs> was, it, there were people, was that a court order that yeah. made him put that on the end? I think so. Yeah. Or is that Mellencamp. just a little joke of yours, Richard? Yeah, maybe John Mellencoshy. He's a... Uh, oh! What is going on? John Mel and Kim. You know what happened? We let we let that one through yesterday. We let Togo to go. Coach of Togo to go. And now the floodgates are open. And it is a pun fest in here. Quickly, let's change the subject. One bit of fister bit of a fister update. On my uh, on my new phone, the one that I bought that I own that I didn't actually find uh, at a recording studio yes. and take home, I um, I have downloaded a game, a soccer game, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. you can be a soccer manager and all this sort of stuff. Oh but the, on the game bit, it's got all the World Cup teams, yes. and it's got Togo coached by Otto Fister. Yes. <laughs> we are looking for Otto Fister updates, but in mm. the meantime, let's talk about... Oh, hang on. Oh, yeah, bring it, baby. Sex. The Richard Marsland Singers... <laughs> This. In Pontiac, Michigan, mm. a man with a sexual fetish for female-shaped mannequins has been jailed after breaking into shop windows. Uh, Ronald Dotson, uh, 39, admitted he was sexually aroused by mannequins. He'll spend at least eight months in a mannequin-free prison. Oh, uh, police wow. spotted him near a smashed shop window uh, that contained a mannequin wearing a French maid's outfit. <laughs> oh, uh, the police say that he had never assaulted anyone, but his behaviour strikes fear into the community. Oh, having sex a with a mannequin. Mannequin. And especially like one in a French maid's have it. He'd be having sex with it and uh, police would go, we, uh, we saw him having sex with something that wasn't moving and we knew it was a mannequin or Paris Hilton. <laughs> 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 Do you have it? Now, they don't have to be sexual. Uh, I, usually, I know a guy, going back to fashion, yeah. he had a fetish for, like, expensive clothes. Uh-huh. And he once told he had a, a T-shirt which had some diamantes on it, and he paid 400 bucks for the T-shirt. 400 oh. bucks for a bedazzled T-shirt? A, and that's exactly what I said. I would have bedazzled a T-shirt for you for, for 10 bucks wow. and a sandwich. Uh, and anyway, he loved shoes so much that he was in a shop, like an expensive shop, and there was a $450 pair of thongs. And he picked them up and he said that the guy walked, who worked in the shop walked over and looked at him as if he thought that he wouldn't be able to buy them, afford them. Oh, so that's, he, a th- that's a challenge. So he bought them. <sighs> yeah, and now that guy who works in the shop probably does that on purpose. Just looks at people like, oh, you're too poor for that. So, oh, really? Check this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> really? Do you accept 10 cent pieces? <laughs> exactly. It's a sales technique. Uh, Gregory Fleet, any fetishes you want to get out on the table? Well, it's funny that the things people are uh, people are addicted to or, or you know, can't stop. Yeah. I was at a, uh, and, and I, I promise once I come back from my little uh, holiday, health camp holiday, I won't continually go on about uh, drugs and religion. Mm. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, Just be religious. Yeah, exactly. By then. But, um, this guy, I was at a, a meeting of, uh, like, a, well, it's an anonymous meeting, if you know, a 12-step, you know. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, this guy came in and said, you know, well, my name's Gary. <laughs> Sorry, Gary, I've just ruined the whole anonymous <laughs> thing. But, uh, whatever, you know, whatever his name was. And he was wearing a suit, and uh, he came in and he said, you know, I've been clean for drugs and alcohol for seven years, and everyone went, oh, that's really good and everything. And he said, yeah, I feel really healthy, I feel really good, but uh, I'll tell you what, I just can't give up the armed robs. <laughs> And he just went, what? And he just went, he went, there's nothing like it. I'll tell you what, you come home, drop a bag of 40 grand on the table and look at your lady's face. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, so he's getting rid of the... I got rid of the drugs, but... By uh, keeping the arm rolling. Keeping the arm rolling. Baby right. steps. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got to have something, you know? Yeah, I guess in case... Got to have something. And also, if you ever wanted to go back to the drugs, you'd be well and truly organised financially. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, popping plastic. I find that oh, very addictive. Yep. Is there a 12-step for that? Does people uh, sit around in a circle just popping plastic? Hey, yeah, it's, it's called uh, PBA, post, <laughs> Postal Bag Anonymous. <laughs> That's You've not... got other fetishes, Tony. Yeah. You say it's po- you've said popping plastic to me off air before. Yeah. Clearly, that's not it. What Clearly are the others? What am I leaving out? Your obsessions are spelling mistakes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but that's not like right? sexual. That, oh, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <with> you. <laughs> Neither is the popping plastic. Kearney <laughs> oh. <laughs> and devising bizarre games for you and your wife to play at home <laughs> and making up 
making up very... Yeah, they're pretty... They're G-rated games, oh, I should point it out. Thinking up, they look, start G-rated. They start G-rated. Thinking up lookalikes for the people on the World Poker Tour <laughs> yeah. and driving around in a car saying that the next dog we pass is secretly having an affair with our dog. Yeah. I know it sounds perverted and wrong. It could be true. You'll find out how addictive it is oh, if you've got a dog in a car. <laughs> the next dog we pass is having an affair with our dog and you will laugh. I swear to you, if you've got a dog in a car, give it a pearl. Oh, that's great. Tony Martin's also addicted to writing and composing uh, complex orchestral arrangements and then singing them in a chimney sweep accent. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> man's got to have a hobby. Richard Mars and your fetish, please keep in mind this man used to host a late night sex yeah. program on I the know, radio. I know what his one of your fetishes yeah. is Farmers Union iced coffee. That's oh, that's true. true. Yeah, no, I drink plenty of that. Your car is I, filled to the brim with those, those <laughs> discarded boxes. <laughs> well, I know that Greg Fleet's anti fetish. Oh, yes, this is insane. Is, um, I'm not sure if this is getting off the topic, no, it's good. but it's uh, rolled up pieces of bread. Oh. That have been picked out of you know the, the slice yeah. and then rolled around in your hand with the sweat. <laughs> but who's done that? Who, Who would, does it? I, I, I Marsden used to do it to me when we worked together in radio in Adelaide, and <laughs> and they would be. This is what got me. Oh, I'm, I'm really like it's worse sweating. than nails down a blackboard. I would sweat. I would forget. Because it would be grey. The bread would be grey <laughs> from the grubby handedness. And he'd, he'd always eat it in front of me or throw it at me or put it on me, touch me with it. I think and it's then chase down with a nice glass of grey water. <laughs> okay, we want people to call in with their fit, not anti fetishes. No, no, my apologies. We want to hear your fetishes. Or job someone else in if not yourself. 13353. Have you got a bit of theme music for this segment, Richard? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be sexual, it can be absolutely anything. What have you got? What is that? That's a ship. How does this relate? The theme song from Mannequin. Oh! Yeah. I thought it was Nothing's the uh, stop us now. How I thought sick. it was the closing titles to Passiona High. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that nobody's listening, those few remaining call us with your finish. One triple three five three. Get this. It's too raunchy. Brought to you by as yet nobody. Flemings. Yes, it's Get This around the nation on Triple M. Greg Fleet is with us. We're talking fetishes. Mm. Let's just meet someone. Uh, we'll, we've got a whole lot of them wrecked up ready to go. Hi, John. Who have we got, John? How are you? Hi, good, thanks. Talk us through it, mate. Um, I'm addicted to strawberry Freddo frogs. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. How far do you go? Oh, five or six a day if I'm lucky. Oh. Yeah. And, hey, John, do you have a specific way that you eat them? Um, no, I just shove them all in my mouth at once. Oh, do you ever eat more than one at a time? No, no. Okay. That's right. a bit weird. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. And how did, did you how did you settle on uh, the strawberry? Did you go through the other flavours? Um, I think I've always liked the strawberry Freddo frogs. Mm-hmm. So, now, you know. were, you, uh, were you a bit devastated at the moment? Yes, yes, with his sad passing oh, away. Sad. The passing of Harry Melbourne was oh, the man's really? name. Who, really? Who invented Freddo frog and never benefited from it financially, apparently. Yeah, it's right. a bad thing. Yeah. So when you go to a service station and you're trying to get out of there and the guy's going, my Freddo's half price, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, that bloke cool. wasn't benefiting. The money's not going to Harry. I'm not interested. <laughs> How long have you had this going on, John? Uh, about 10 years. 10 oh, years? That's oh. great because most people, we were just discussing this, if you get a, a fixation on a lolly, it lasts for a little while. Like I'm currently totally obsessed with Starburst jelly bags. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but... But that's been a good six months or so, but ten years, that's yeah. commitment, mate. That's good. Obsessed with Starburst jelly babies going into rehab next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. But I like it. If, if anyone from the Freddo Frog franchise is listening, I think, uh, you know, John you deserves a box, a box of yeah, John, pink Freddo. Uh, John, have you ever done that thing where you send a letter to Freddo saying, oh, I bought a Freddo and it had, like, stuff in it, you know, and I'm going to sue, and then instead they just send you a box to try and shut you up? Uh, no, but I might. That'll work, mate. <laughs> I, I used to do it with uh, with like, like with those icy poles, oh, yeah. saying that there were too many green ones. We get sent free boxes all the time. Uh, Good ideas, yeah. plenty of them. We've got plenty more fetishists on the line. We're just going to play some music. We'll be back in a moment. Thanks, get John. This. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Oh, let's get this around the nation uh, mm. on Triple M. Where we're asking, have you got some kind of fetish you'd like to share? Oh, hang on. <laughs> doesn't have to just be sexual. No, it doesn't. Uh, hello there, Mike. Oh, hello. There uh, he is. Craig. Oh, Craig. G'day, guys. How are you going? Good, mate. How are you? What, uh, what? Happy New Year. Welcome back. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I, thought you just, I just thought he implied that we were all homosexual men. So I thought he went, gay guys, how are you going? <laughs> Fair enough. I don't mind. Calling us from... Are you uh, at sea, sir? What's going on there? 
No, I'm just walking, mate. It's just uh, outside. There's a bit of wind. Sorry about that. That's right. That's right. Uh, anyway, I was watching uh, Jerry Springer a couple of weeks Good ago, idea. so you know it's going to be bad. Oh, yeah. And, and there's this uh, really big guy, like, you know, morbidly obese, and uh, he had a fetish with Spam. Oh, oh you're kidding me. Spam. Are you talking about eating Spam? Yeah, and just doing anything with it. He had it oh. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He'd, like, he even had a Spam doll, which oh. is like... It was like a, you know, just like a made-up, you know, in the shape of a human being, like, oh. and it was uh, just all spam, and then it cut over to his, you know how they do those scenes where they cut over to his house in a, like, in a trailer park or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, in a spam park. He's just, he's rubbing it all over himself. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Now, is this one of these people who can't leave the house without the assistance yeah, of a crane? like a bulldozer to come in and you know, <laughs> move one of the walls. Right. Who's giving him the spam? I mean, he obviously can't get it himself. I know. He must, sh- he must have shares in the company or something He's like that. He's got a dealer. You don't have to, you don't have to go spam and buy dealer. spam. It, uh, it just comes on the internet. Hey! <laughs> All right. Ah. Okay. <laughs> we got in. Thanks, Craig. Hello, Mike. How are you going, boys? Really good, good mate. mate. Uh, good to you. Talk us through the fetish, mate. Uh, pineapple donut. Yeah. Oh. Hey, are you using the word? You're not using the word pineapple the way I was using it earlier, are you? As a swearing <laughs> substitute. If you think about it, it's <laughs> an odd donut. It's an odd donut. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, is, these are the ones we're talking about that don't have icing so much as a glaze. Is that what? Yeah, yeah the glazed pineapple donuts. I just mm. can't walk into a shop if I see one. I have to buy it. They're so delicious. Oh, I was, no, in high to. school, I had to have one every day as well. Oh, I, I can tell you. That's when it started back in high school. I can tell you how to cure this addiction, boys. Yeah. Get yourself down to Krispy Kreme and have one of their original glazed donuts. They're not pineapple flavour, but my God, you will freak out. Really? Yeah, I've done that. They're just not the same as a pineapple. Oh, oh, yeah. Where does this guy live? It's a wall. Yes, point, counterpoint, tackling the big issues. Here, get this. Scott. What's your opinion? Hi, Scott. How are you? Yeah, there you go. Really good, sir. Talk us through it. Uh, my fetish is drinking cans of Fanta at night. Yeah. Ooh. I can only drink it after Vegemite on toast. Oh. It what, brings what it, out the flavour. Brings oh. out the flavour. So you actually eat the Vegemite <laughs> on toast to kind of neutralise your palate. In fact, nay, I say go further. To take your palate into a non-sweet zone so that you come... So the journey the Fanta takes you in is longer and more satisfying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even enjoy the Vegemite on toast when I have it. Oh, <laughs> mate, that is you great. Live through it. It's an investment <laughs> in oh, the future. That's like, yeah, that's like Thorpey probably <laughs> didn't enjoy... Thorpey probably didn't enjoy all that training, but he enjoyed the gold medals that <laughs> came out. Well, pearl necklaces. All sorts of jewellery. Thank you very much. Well, if people are sitting at home writing down a few fetishes they might like to try out for themselves, what have we got? Pineapple donuts. Yeah. Oh, stop swearing. Fanta, <laughs> Fanta after a Vegemite toast. You've got to chug that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Spam. Humans made of rubbing, Spam. Yeah, wow. spam. Not only eating Spam, rubbing yourself in Spam, but making your friends out of it. Well, it's going to be a top notch. In boudoirs all over the nation. Thanks yeah. to everyone who contributed oh. today. Thank you, Greg Fleet. What Thank have you got you, to Greg plug? Uh, I've got. Uh, look, I've got. To the, the, come and see the last ever dirty Greg Fleet gigs before I come back all clean and healthy. You know, I'm doing a couple of gigs in Byron and then uh, then the Adelaide Festival. And Adelaide Festival will be the first first new clean improved Greg right. Fleet. Well, we'll look forward to that. Good luck with your journey, Greg. Thank you, my <laughs> friends. I'm <laughs> I'm for searching for. I've been to paradise, but you know, I've never been to. Me. Uh, You'll get there. And what was our key phrase today? Was that uh, a friend of yours? Can't give up the armed robes. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be back tomorrow with Cal Wilson. And it's all thanks to, as yet, nobody. Absolute bollocks.